Hey everybody, welcome to Shooting Skeet. I don't remember how we used to intro these, but I'm Jim. I'm Megan. Hey, Megan, what did we watch this week? Dong of the Living Dead by Burning Angel, is that I correct? I think it's just Dong of the Dead. Dong, Dong of the Dead? It is Dong of the Dead. That is what I've written down, and if I'd bother to glance down at my notes, I would have seen that. Hmm. Hmm. So how long has it been since we did one of these? I think we lived in a different state. <laughs> we did live in a different state. It's been a while. We moved states. We moved houses. Very briefly lost the rights to this show, but we're back. Hooray! The This opens with kind of just a cold open into a phone call about zombies killing people in sexy costumes. That's the whole shtick. Yeah, it's, it's apparently Halloween, and the main character, who I don't know if she has a name. No, she does have a name, but I've they, forgotten They it. went by their names, which is Joanna. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, that's not one of the notes I took, but... Um, I'm sorry, I should have. But uh, yeah, she was dressed as a uh, sexy French maid, which really meant a, um, a corset and one of those little doily hats and no underwear, which is objectively sexy. And um, I, this dude who seemed like it might be her boyfriend, but also maybe not, said that she can't wear a sexy costume because a zombie is killing people wearing sexy costumes. He saw it in the news and quote, it's the news, they don't lie. It was a simpler time in the world back in 2014, 2015, when people believed things that were on the news because there was a chance they could be true. I long for those days. I long for those days. I don't know if you noticed this, but um, the blanket was moving under him while he was talking to her on the phone. As Sorry, say, I, I want to amend my statement. 2009. Oh, oof. Go on. Oof. Yeah, the blanket was moving as if to say while he was on the phone, he had over another caller. I was going to say a lady caller, but we didn't see them. They could have been a gentleman caller. Who the fuck knows? Uh, Which I thought was very funny that he was uh, lecturing her about not doing anything too sexy while he is having phone sex. Well, making sure she's not dressed too sexy. You wouldn't wouldn't want that. And then uh, she gets off the phone with him and decides that the best way of covering up and making sure that she's not too sexy is by putting on panties. Very... Good call, I guess. Just regular panties. So we get a long scene of her putting the panties on. It's like a whole thing. Then the doorbell, not the doorbell rings. There's, There's a no doorbell. They live in there, a weird Oh, loft. we're going to get to oh, that. <laughs> um, so the, there's a uh, rapping at the door. At the chamber door. At the chamber door. Thank you. So she goes to check the door. And upon opening it, she sees the other actress in the film... Andy Sandemus. I feel like you missed a really important part that was not important to the story, but I thought very funny, where she goes down the, st- the stairs brandishing a, an unplugged hair um, flat iron yeah. as, as if it was a weapon that wouldn't immediately break. Some of them are made pretty sturdy. Some of them are, but at the end of the day, they are mostly plastic. And some metal. So I have a question about... So as she walks from her bed and weird tall couch setup mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the door we see the interior of this place and we'll get to that when we get to the set portion of this but i want to ask the question was this place filmed at worcester roller derby's warehouse because <laughs> it's the only place i've seen in the world that's that gross and dirty oh my god that is a joke for exactly four people and i don't think any of them listen to this podcast well we'll find out if i, I get a text from smash or wrath Making fun of Worcester Roller Derby because Worcester Roller Derby was not going to listen to this. It was in a weird, 
Well, we'll get it wasn't what... really a loft, but it also really wasn't um, a storage area. It, it well, How would you describe it? The door opens. Andy Sandimas is there. And what she do, Max? She... A lot of things happen. She chides Joanna on um, not wearing a sexy costume anymore because panties. Even though other than the panties, they were in the identical outfit. Yes. 100%. And um, she like joke threatens her with a knife, which I guess that's where their friendship is at. And that's fine. But it seems very much like a completely real knife. Like we, we learn it's a real knife because she uses those to cut the panties off. Oh my God, she does. I totally yeah. blanked on that. So she has she has a knife, and then she cuts off her friend's panties because they're not sexy. And even though I mean they kind of were, and then they have stairs sex, which I, this is how I know I'm old. It kind of made me a little bit anxious that they were having sex in very very high heels on these steep warehouse stairs. Yeah, they didn't look like well built stairs. No, I was very concerned for them. They were always hanging onto a banister though, so. At least the banisters look new and secure. So that's that's something they've got going for them. I think you also mentioned that the stairs really led to some great camera angles for the camera. They guy. really, really did. I actually said that while we were watching is uh, the fact that they were slightly above where the camera guy was made for some very different camera angles, which were really neat, I think. I was It was a very interesting and coolly recorded, not recorded, filmed, um, it was it was a very interestingly filmed porn parody. I thought they did a really good job with the space they had. So, after this long stare scene, the guy from the phone call earlier shows up at the door, another rapping at the door, and he starts ranting because he's now in a sexy outfit, but he's not to worry because zombies aren't going to come after sexy guys. I'd like to describe his sexy outfit before we get into his incel mm-hmm. ranting. It was uh, nurse's scrubs, which mm-hmm. he had mostly cut away mm-hmm. um, to show his entire ass, and also banana hammock. And he it, also had his nipples and belly cut out of the uh, nurse's Hips and nips, too. you gotta keep it sexy. Gotta keep it sexy. And the way you knew he was a sexy nurse is because he had written, nurse. That's how you on know. what was left of his scrub tops. I mean, they're just scrubs. He could have been anything. Could have been a nurse, could have been an orderly, could have been a surgeon. But it was, Who it's, knows? it's important you know. That he important. was, in fact, a sexy, a sexy nurse. nurse. I thought that was hilarious. And then he, he did kind of go on a gross dude rant about how the zombies are only going to attack sexy ladies because the zombie probably remembers how poorly women treated him and uh, how they just did nagged all the time and took all of his video game pl- playing time. And it was... You kind of zone out like you're supposed to zone out and he just becomes background noise. After a couple of seconds. Yeah, because he's an incel. But um, it was, it sure was a thing that happened. And then a zombie sneak attacks him. Yeah, very funny. It was it was actually hilarious. I was a little bit concerned he was going to be a main character or, goodness forbid, the main dude in this porn parody. But instead, he just very quickly died. Yeah, so he goes on an incel rant and then there's immediate payoff when the zombie kills him. Just... The payoff you want in every movie or TV show where you're like, man, I want that guy to die. Or any time you've accidentally watched a Fox News clip or the president talking and you're just like, man, I just want somebody to come and bite that dude's fucking head open. If only a zombie could come bite that guy. Only a zombie could come and bite that guy. And a zombie came and bit that guy. So, Joanna and Andy run up the stairs in fear of the zombie and then after a couple seconds they 
kind of realize the zombie's moving really slow, and they make fun of him for walking very slow. They tell a story. They have time to tell a story about last Halloween where one of them had had sex with a drunk guy. The zombie's walking slow like a drunk guy. Blah, blah, blah. It was really, really funny. I feel like the very self-aware humor that this that this parody had, both of making fun of zombies, even though that was the main thing in this parody, and making fun of just, like, shitty dudes, was very, very funny and very self-aware, and they did a really good job with it. So the, the zombie eventually gets to them, and they grab the zombie, and they teach the zombie that he doesn't want brains, he wants pussy. They teach the zombie to eat pussy instead of brains. They have a very quick, I don't know, 30-second pussy-licking scene just to show that it existed. So Shannon can get the seal of approval on this one. Uh, lick it before lick you it stick, stick it. it. No, it's lick it before you stick it. Whatever. Uh, we got the sound clip here somewhere. We'll find <laughs> out which one of us was right in a second. And then one of them, and I forget which one, but one of the women goes, wait, wait, I've got a great idea. And runs downstairs to steal all of the clothing off of that first guy so that the zombie can now be dressed as a sexy nurse. Yeah, it was pretty good. So they could show the zombie how good it feels to be wearing a sexy costume on Halloween. This is fun, you guys. Yeah, and then they have sex with a zombie. And then they have sex with a zombie. Um, it's a little formulaic at first. There's just like 30 seconds of pussy looking and then a long blowjob scene. And then a lot of uh, back and forth fucking between the two. Yeah, I mean, it was it's porn, so it's always a little bit formulaic. That's kind of the the thing. It is. It's it's interesting when they're not like I think we talked about in the 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 what was the the Justice League one. There was a lot of scenes that kind of broke that formula, which I think we talked about was good. And same with the Pirates one. There might have been, but that was an entire eternity ago, as far like as I'm concerned. Ago. But yeah, like things that break that that normal mold are good, but. But this... That said, there was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't like nobody was having sex with a weird uh, snowman stick. Oh, Jesus. I still, have, I still have nightmares. This scene also lended itself really... Or, or this, scene, this scene also um, really highlighted how funny this parody was. There were a lot of just very, very good one-liners. There was, um, there was one part while the zombie was fucking one of the women from behind where he like was going in for the brains and doing the brains thing and they had to go be like no 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 brains you don't want brains now and he was like sorry you know but uh the zombie unlike uh any republican man understood that no meant no so (laughs) cool this is going in a direction well i'm angry all the time now it's the only direction I go in. So, yeah, the zombie says brains. They have that no no brains, just fuck. And the zombie's like, okay. All right. But uh, I did notice how good the guy was at not breaking character and always being that zombie. So he didn't actually say anything else for like a really long time. He just said brains and just did the grunting thing. Which, I mean, also just worked for sex, just doing the grunting thing. Yeah, very convenient. It was, it was very convenient. But regardless, I thought it was it was very funny and very well done. Yeah. Um, so then they finished the sex scene with your standard uh, like blowjob, money shot, make out kind of thing. And then they're like, oh, yes, now we got a zombie sex slave. This will be great. No problem. 
This is awesome. We've got it made. And then they turn over to the zombie. Who has just flopped over onto the couch. And now he's just like, sandwich. <laughs> Laundry. Laundry. And they're like, oh, no, he's gross. Just like every other guy. Uh, that they have given him, quote, the scum. He's <laughs> Sorry. He, like every other man, has the, quote, scumbag Pinocchio effect. <laughs> And then they decide that they really don't actually want this gross, gross zombie, so they take off one of their high heels and stab him in the eye. But my real problem here is they had a knife. They left that knife at the bottom of the stairs, Megan. Yeah, they also left their dead friend at the bottom of the stairs, and they still went down to steal his clothing. They could have grabbed the knife. They had different things on their mind at the time, you know? And then I assume they went to their Halloween party. So yeah, that was the basic. It was a shorter movie. We actually watched this as part of a double feature. We'll get to the second part two weeks probably. Yeah, it was probably about thirty-five minutes. I think I think it was like thirty-five or forty minutes. The other one was very short. How do you feel about the costumes in this? I feel like they were fine. There was nothing wrong with the costumes. They were very clearly store-bought or half of some store-bought sexy made costumes. And they were just like, great, okay, we're going to be. Yeah, we we've got some cheap Halloween costumes and that's the plan. Zombie makeup was fine. The was zombie good. makeup yeah. I thought was really good. I think like that's where they blew most of the budget on this. I feel which like they did fine. a good job on that. Zombie makeup's not hard. And you but you can little... tell when it's done really bad. Yes, and none of the the makeup or paint like leaked onto other actors. Very good, which is always a plus. And I I really got to give it up for that sexy nurse costume. Solid work. That was hilarious. I know it probably cost them two dollars and took eight seconds, but it was I think so fucking funny. The funniest part is that the whole the whole time the zombies wearing it, it's just completely soaked in blood. Yes, <laughs> yes. It sure was. So we talked a little bit about the set. It is, it's just in an old warehouse. I don't know. I think their studio at the time might have been in New York, just judging by the scenery. But it looks like an old style wooden and brick warehouse, which is to say brick slash wooden walls, old wooden floor, wooden staircase. I couldn't tell if that was a warehouse that had been converted into loft apartments or if that was just a warehouse that they had put a set in i think it's a judging by the looks of it it looks like a space you would rent just as a large space and then you would use it for whatever yeah you would want um i base this off of all of my mixture of construction experience and trying to rent roller derby practice space experiences it reminds me a lot of warehouses i saw in like fitchburg mm-hmm. and, yeah and worcester but I mean, honestly, the set was fine. Uh, it it was... worked. It worked for the scene. Yeah, like you very, you very easily could have made this the same area into like a cool, trendy loft apartment if this was like a regular movie or a larger budget movie by just putting a couple more pieces of furniture and, and lights and stuff. Yeah, like for that. sure. And the furniture they did have worked really, really well. They had a very simple like bed set, which was a bed. And they had the, I want to say ugliest, but also best couch I've ever seen. It had like that weird red and gold, gold paisley that you see sometimes in grandma couches, but it was super tall. Was super tall. Then they just had a table that was just covered in candy corn. Yeah, they covered Chocolate their... eyeballs and a scared metal cat. I don't remember the chocolate eyeballs, but they did have their coffee table covered in candy corn as if it was cocaine. And that made me laugh really hard. Yeah. So how does this compare to Dawn of the Dead? Jesus, I don't I don't think it does. I don't think it there's a zombie. There's a zombie. That's it. So you could in theory say this is a side plot in Dawn of the Dead, I guess, but also the zombie's only going after people with sexy outfits, so it's it seems like some sort of weird 
right-wing retribution zombie. It makes no sense. Like, that part, it doesn't compare to Dawn of the Dead. But solid work on the title. That was, I mean, it was a good title. Solid work on the title. This could have also been one of the warm bodies zombies, though, that just really need love. And then a sandwich. And, and then laundry. a sandwich. Well, yeah, but I mean, the main character in, in Warm Bodies had like good qualities after he got back some of his sentience, whereas this zombie just wanted sandwiches and laundry. Hmm. <laughs> so, what was your favorite porn moment? Favorite porn moment? I I'm gonna go ahead and say it's probably. I'm not sure if this would count as a porn moment or non-porn moment, but the jokes. During the zombie porn scene. That, I mean, obviously. That, the... that kept everything still, like, in character without breaking the scene at all was very good. Yeah. Because I... we watched some other movies where they would make jokes and it would they would both just, like, stop. But, like, nobody <laughs> yep. was even, no like, blinking timing. an eye in this. So. This this was very funny and very, very good comedic timing. And I, I honestly can't always tell in porns what parts are scripted and what parts are just... The actor is being really funny. And this just felt really, really funny the whole time. So that's definitely my favorite not necessarily porn moment. What was your favorite porn moment? Probably the... I know you talked about the camera earlier. Yeah, I mean, the camera angles were really good. I think my favorite scene was that one at the beginning on the stairs. Uh, It seemed like they were just having a really good time. The camera angles were were really solid. It was uh, a much different scene than I feel like we normally get. And aside from being very worried about them and their high heels and these stairs, it was just a really good, enjoyable, fun scene. Least favorite porn scene. Oof, I don't know if I have one in this. Yeah, I think think this was all just like, the worst stuff was just baseline, so there was nothing bad. Yeah. No, this was... Nothing traumatic. Yeah, no. I feel like we've... I feel like we've watched some others where we'll we'll finish it and be like, well, that, that one scene was actual nightmares but this one i got to the end and i was like no that was just enjoyable this was just fun to watch uh so favorite non-porn moment definitely how funny it was um i think it was the when he was going in for the brains mid-sex and they were like no bad no and he was like um hilarious yeah it's the jokes but like specifically i could not stop laughing at how funny it's the news they don't lie is uh 11 years later yeah that that is aged like like milk i think it might have aged like fine wine megan <laughs> yeah one of the two what's your least favorite non-porn moment oh or was my favorite non-porn moment when that guy got murdered i mean that was also pretty that good. was so good and it was it was so f- immediate the payoff was so immediate i love when when things give you give you payoff like that and you're like ah yes this has watered my crops bless um no i think i think it's still how funny it was least favorite i'm not I'm actually not sure because I want to say it was that dude doing his rant because it just felt out of place and unnecessary. But, but then, then they it had him. a really good payoff. Yeah. So it was short lived and it was kind of funny and worked towards the rest of the the movie. I don't know if I have a least favorite. What's yours least favorite? Maybe I'll just piggyback on you. Like I don't think it was long enough to have any moments that were like we didn't need this or this was stupid or whatever. So I think I think this one might fall away from those tropes just because of how short it is where you could be like there was nothing bad and there was nothing like even in the non-porn stuff to be like this was stupid or unnecessary or even just straight up made no fucking sense like Hmm. i think it's short enough where it falls away from those shortcomings yeah i think so and this this really works well for what 
I enjoy about porn, and I prefer them to be a little bit shorter. Um, I, you don't like it when they're three and a half hours long? No, three and a half hours is, um, is too goddamn much. <laughs> so, like, 30 minutes was kind of the longer end of what I actually want to sit there through. But it was... It was actually really, really fun the whole time, so that wasn't it wasn't the thing that I didn't want to sit through. But for me personally, like, I feel like my ideal level of watching porn is like gifs on Tumblr. They don't have many of those anymore because they've called all the porn accounts. But like, just little short bursts, or I'm like, perfect. Oh, yeah, now thank there, you. there's there's gif porn sites now, so you can just yeah. But I don't want to fill my computer with viruses. No, the, no, they don't do that yet. Okay. Yeah. I don't trust anything on the internet. No, because they get their money through click-through ads. So, mm. like, having viruses in your computer doesn't help them that much make money. So. I feel like I'm a weird amount of old where I'm convinced that everything except for the four websites I go to every day for work are going to give me viruses. Just use your phone. It's hard to put viruses on your phone. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> so, Megan, we're going to each give this a rating out of 10. We'll take the average, and that'll be the rating. What would you give this out of 10? I want to give it a high rating. What's... The highest rated uh, parody we've done prior to this one. I know it's been a long time, but do you happen to remember? It honestly might have been. It was either a Wood Rocket one or the other Burning Angel one we did last, the last Halloween episode we did, but they were both very highly rated. Hmm. I think they were in the nines. Yeah, I mean, it feels weird giving this one like a really, really, really good score when it's the first one we've done in so long. But also keep in mind, like, yes, it's good, but the cinematography is kind of old. And even for the time, it wasn't like the highest quality cinematography because they were a newer studio. So I don't know if that factors into any of your equations at all, judging by some of the stuff we've seen that had like really high production values. I mean, true, but I feel like other things that have also had really high production values will either really phone in the costumes or not bother sealing paint or just have entire scenes that feel very unnecessary and confusing and make no sensey. Hmm. And a lot of this always made sense. And at no point did I, did I think like, what the fuck? No one, why would this ever happen during sex? And uh, I hypothesize that a lot of times these things make more sense and are slightly more watchable for me personally when the production company is run by a woman. I think the director might have also been a woman. Yeah. But so what's your rating? Rating. Um, I'm going to say eight and a half. I think I'm going to follow you up there with an eight. Like it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, solid eight. Eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter. Out of ten for Dong of the Dead. Like that's pretty good. Watch it. It's short. You can rent it. I think we rented it for like three bucks. Yeah. And it comes with the... The craft. It comes with a, a do, 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 do double feature of <laughs> the craft, which means uh, our next episode we will be reviewing the craft. The reason we didn't want to make this a double feature episode is that neither of us have seen the craft in like fifteen or twenty years. <laughs> yep. So we're gonna watch the craft this week so that we can see how it pairs up to the craft triple X. And I'm gonna go ahead and guess none, none at all. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm pretty sure the. Uh, comparisons are going to begin and end with the Pentagram? costumes and the uh, light witchcraft. Light witchcraft. I think that's going to be it. That's it for us. If you guys have any questions, you can feel free to hit us up on Twitter. We are at ShootSkeetCast on Twitter. I am at Speeder Parker on Twitter. I'm at Hey Cosplays. Wait, Hey underscore Cosplays. Ooh, underscore. Uh, feel free to hit us up there. 
Let us know what you think about Dong of the Dead. Let us know about what you think about us getting the rights to our podcast back and being back on the quote airwaves. And other than that, uh, keep shooting. Hi, I'm Dr. Andreas Michaelitis, Chief Psychologist at Noom, where we help people build healthy habits that stick. The truth is, most diets don't work because they're unsustainable. So Noom uses a different approach, psychology. At Noom, we're focused on behavior change, showing you the why behind your decisions and habits, making it easier to make changes that last. Get started today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Change your thinking, change your habits, change for good with Noom. Hi, I'm Dr. Andreas Michaelitis, Chief Psychologist at Noom, where we help people build healthy habits that stick. The truth is, most diets don't work because they're unsustainable. So Noom uses a different approach, psychology. At Noom, we're focused on behavior change, showing you the why behind your decisions and habits, making it easier to make changes that last. Get started today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Change your thinking, change your habits, change for good with Noom.